Hey everyone, welcome to the Communication Coach Podcast, where I'm going to help you to create successful change through powerful and honest conversations. I am your host, Nikki Perfect. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 35 of the Communication Coach and I've titled this Courageous Conversations and I'll get into that a little bit further on into the podcast as why we're talking about courageous conversations rather than honest conversations or even difficult conversations and what I believe the difference is because I believe that conversations are at the forefront of all our relationships that a lot of the time when there is a breakdown in the relationship it's because there has either been a miscommunication or non-communication or somebody hasn't been brave enough to have a courageous conversation. And if you think about your own life and reflect on that, perhaps you can relate to this. So for the last uh, couple of weeks, I have been over to Switzerland. So I went over to Switzerland last week to see some friends of mine. We were all 18 when we joined the police cadets. We're all 50 now. So we've had a friendship spanning over 32 years something I consider myself incredibly blessed and lucky to have. Perhaps you can relate to this. Perhaps you've already got your own friends or people you know that you perhaps won't see for six months, a year, even longer. But when you have the conversation, it picks up from where the conversation left off. And when you think about that, or when I think about it I and reflect, it's... It's few people that you have those conversations with and they're not superficial conversations. So what I mean by that is tip of the iceberg conversations whereby we all say, hey, how are you? How's it going? What's happening? And we never really touch on what is really happening or what we really see. So a classic example of that is when I was dealing with people in crisis and you would turn up on the scene and there would be somebody standing on the edge of a building. A lot of people would be afraid to say looks to me like you are looking to jump to take your own life. And they would like to flower that up by saying things like, are you going to hurt yourself? Or what's brought you here today? Or how are you feeling? Well, it's unusual for somebody to be standing on the edge of a building, I think, in my opinion. And so we can say what we see. So generally, I would encourage people to just explain who you are, and, and what you can see in that people have called you because this is unusual behavior and they're worried about you either falling or jumping. Are you here to jump off the building today to take your own life? Now, if they're not, they will tell you straight away. <coughs> Nobody is going to say, no, I'm here sightseeing if they're actually feeling incredibly flat and down at the time. And sometimes I think we're frightened to say what we see because we are worried about the response that we will get back perhaps we're worried about what the other person will think of us or perhaps there is a fear of another type so let's go into that a little bit deeper so when you're talking to somebody in crisis and I'm just going to use crisis for the time being on the extreme and then we'll come back to normal life. But when you're talking to somebody in crisis, I found, and I'm not saying that I get it right all the time, and I'm not even saying that I'm right here, just my experiences have shown me, and perhaps you can relate to this, that when somebody is in crisis and they're talking very emotionally to you, or they might not even be talking to you at all, they'll be in their own world. Often, 
we know through research and certainly from working with different groups of people who are suicidal that they don't necessarily want to die but they do want to find a way out of the situation that they're in but they can't see a way out so we know that when we internalize it becomes harder for us to see the wood through the trees and perhaps you can relate to this on a day-to-day level perhaps you've faced a challenge in your life whereby it's kept you awake at night i was awake at 3:55 this morning please no sympathy uh, i i was awake at 3:55 this morning because i had some facts and information and figures and a decision to make rolling around my mind and it kept me awake now I'm lucky that I have people that I can talk to. I'm lucky that I'm not in a place where I can only see darkness and I can't see a way out. And I know perhaps some of you listening to this have been in that place or you know of others who have been in a dark place like that. And when we are in a place like that and we continue to internalise, we know that it can be harder to find the way out whereas if we externalize and talk it through then we can start to see a picture and that reflective language helps other people to not necessarily find the way out there and then I'm not saying that at all but can help them to see a different way perhaps a different way from the one that they are looking at at the time which when people are ultimately at the end of their tether that is The only way they can see it is to take their life. Now, perhaps you've watched those series of videos on YouTube or the Dispatches program here in the UK. We have a program that does sort of factual programs called Dispatches. And they have followed and interviewed people who jumped off Golden Gate Bridge in America, which is an iconic site for people to go to to take their own life. And every single one of the survivors that they interviewed explained that they had a regret as soon as they took that first step off the building and they knew that they weren't coming back, so to speak. And I found that really interesting because all of them have different regrets. All of them felt, some of them felt that they hadn't said goodbye to the right people or tidied up their finances or actually they didn't want to die or perhaps it was a different way. But the main takeaway from the program was that there was a regret now when we have superficial conversations we sometimes can see that somebody is not happy or perhaps they are displaying a behavior that they don't normally display perhaps they're far more angry than they normally are or uptight or hypercritical or more emotional and often we won't say what we see we won't say you seem really angry today or you seem really frustrated or have I said something to offend you or just labeling the motion because when we say have I said something to offend you that puts it onto us and sometimes when people are going through grief and they've lost people that they love we don't know how to say the right words or we don't know what to do in a particular situation perhaps a friend of ours has been diagnosed with a terminal illness or perhaps a friend of ours has mental health illness and we don't know how to start the conversation about that or perhaps we're hiding something from the people that we love 
perhaps we are not being honest in our most intimate relationships or perhaps we are troubled by something but we won't share it or perhaps you have a financial situation that you are ashamed of and the word ashamed comes with guilt and guilt is such a strong feeling that it can make you behave and do and say things that you wouldn't normally say through guilt, through grief, through anger, through frustration. And often when we are dealing with something on our own, we find it difficult to say what we really feel or say what we really mean or to have the courageous conversation the other way. Now, I have a team that work for me and I had an email from one of the team we were undergoing some change. There was some change around the leadership role or the hands-on sort of team leader role. And when I asked initially if there were any concerns, I was told by all of the team that there were no concerns. And then I received an email from one of the team where it was clear that there were concerns. And it was great to receive the email. Of course, there was my emotional brain that goes into reading of the email and some things that I just had to reflect on and not take things personally because it wasn't meant as a personal attack. And I don't know if you can relate to this, but sometimes I feel I'm being personally attacked when people say things, which, which is feedback, not a criticism. But depending on where I am, whether I'm tired or emotional, I might just take that as a personal attack on me. And it's not, of course, it's not a personal attack on me. It's just how they are feeling at the time. They're not worried about how I might feel because it's what they're going through at the time. But it took courage to write that email. It took courage to explain exactly how they were feeling. Now, it was all sorted out very quickly. We had a meeting. I was able to explain what I felt was going to be the procedures forward by involving them as the team. And actually, everything was fine. In fact, it was better than fine. I would say that from that conversation, that courageous conversation, we've moved forward in a much better way with the team and they're far more reassured now. Now that's just a small day-to-day example of somebody taking the steps. Now some of you will say that's an honest conversation and some of you will say that's a courageous conversation and some of you will say that's a difficult conversation. I think that having a courageous conversation is about really laying yourself out there and probably being slightly worried about the consequences of the email and how it might be perceived, or the conversation. Perhaps you're worried about how the other person's going to react. Will they judge you for what you're saying? Because we all hate to be judged, and we all know, if you listen to some of my previous podcasts, we, we all know we judge all the time. And not only do we judge all the time, we're being judged all the time. And so that is part of human life. And you can see it all over the press at the moment and all over Twitter and all over Facebook. If you read just about people that are in the limelight, whether that's heads of big organisations or whether that's leaders of countries, you will see constant general judgment of that person. Now, I have my own thoughts on, on that and there is not uh, this isn't a podcast on judgment. There's a couple of op- other podcasts already on judgment, so I'll keep this to courageous conversations. But sometimes 
having that courageous conversation will lead to bigger and better things. Sometimes, perhaps, even leaving a relationship by having a courageous conversation will help you move your life forward. Or perhaps something isn't working for you at work, but you're worried about how your boss will take it. Or perhaps you're being bullied and you don't know what the impact will be. Perhaps you have suffered a bereavement and are going through incredible painful grief and you don't know how to explain that. Perhaps you are a friend of somebody who has gone through a terrible tragedy or lost a family member or lost somebody that they love or been made redundant or had a relationship break up or been diagnosed with a mental health illness or a, an illness, a critical illness, and you don't know what to say to them and you keep wanting to pick up the phone or send a text or send an email, but you're just not sure how to say it. And actually, when you send an email or a text message or you ring somebody up out of the blue or as part of your normal friendship, generally people are just incredibly pleased, relieved, glad you have taken that time to do it. Because what we tend to do as human beings is make everything about us. And so we worry and overcomplicate the conversation and how the other person might take it. We have the fear of the unknown. Is this the right thing to do? Do they want to talk about it? Do they not want to talk about it? And we make it all about us. What, what will they think of me? Should I do this? And, and in the end, we talk ourselves out of doing it. We will find so many excuses not to do it. So many excuses not to pick up the phone, to send a text message, to tell somebody how we really feel, um, whether that is good or bad, or to be honest with somebody perhaps about our financial situation or an addiction that we have that we're, we're trying to break and trying to move forward. Or perhaps we just don't have the self-confidence to stand up and say, you know, this is me, this is me, this is who I am, and I just want to be accepted for that. And when we do have those conversations, certainly in my experience and in my opinion, and I get this is just from my own belief systems and my own values, is that doors open for us, opportunities open for us, that the thing that we were most afraid of was actually the unknown and that great 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 quotation of there is nothing to fear but fear itself and it's stepping out of the comfort zone again and that's where we learn and that's where we grow so i'm going to leave you with that today about courageous conversations and if there is somebody in your life that you do have something to say to them whether it's like I don't mean like a confession, goodness me, I'm not a priest, and I, and I don't mean like a confession, but if there is something blocking you or blocking a relationship that you would like to move on from, then I'm just going to ask you to consider doing that this week, taking that step to have a courageous conversation, to be true to yourself and to be true to who you are and to stand up and say, you know, this is me, this is who I am. Perhaps you want help with something. Perhaps you want to have a conversation with somebody, but you just don't know how to approach it. Just don't make it about you. Make it about the other person. And see if you can walk 
a little way in their shoes. I hope you have a great week. Let me know what else you want covered and I will catch up with you soon. Take care. Hey everybody, Nikki again. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast and thank you for joining me. You can find me on social media at Nikki Comms Coach at Twitter and The Communication Coach on Facebook and thecommunicationcoach.co.uk. Please like, share and review and I look forward to speaking to you soon.